Okay. Um, so this podcast is uh, it's called Upcoming Entrepreneurs. Right. Uh, my goal with this is to interview uh, all the upcoming entrepreneurs, people that are on the grind right now. You know, okay. um, usually people who get interviewed are like the giants, Gary Vee, Tony Robbins. And it's like, it's cool and all, but I can't really relate to them because they've already made it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to interview people that, you know, are on the grind right now that I can relate to. Um, so with that being said, man, uh, you know, thank you for coming on and uh, let's get started. Awesome. Let's do it. I'm pumped. So the first question I have for you is, uh, tell me a little bit about you. Who is Chris? Uh, well, my name is Chris Bentley. I live here in Dallas, Texas, and I've been a real estate agent for over 15 years. Uh, I dabbled in mortgage for a while when the bubble was big and had my own branch. And, uh, you know, I'm just grinding it out here. There's over, I think it's now like 35,000 agents just in the Dallas, uh, Fort Worth area. So it's a lot of agents all scrapping for business. So, um, it's very competitive and, um, as you can kind of imagine, people like to go with friends and family versus just somebody out of a book. Right. But that being said, there's a lot of people transitioning into the area because jobs are moving. Uh, you know, a lot of the bigger corporations are moving here just because of tax benefits. So, uh, we do get an influx of a lot of people. So it's really cool. It's a great way to build business and your book of clients. Nice. Nice. Um, uh, honestly, as a realtor, as a real estate agent, I, I mean, it's, it, you're practically an entrepreneur. You work at your own time. You know, you have to, you only get paid if you do the work, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you only get paid if you close. So, you know, I can show you 50 houses and you don't like any of them. I don't get paid. You know, that's you know my time and effort and gas. And, you know, if, it, if I'm buying leads and, you know, that's you know, an added expense on top of that. So, so what made you, uh, uh, choose to become an entrepreneur choose to work for yourself i've always been an entrepreneur and you know like if you listen to gary v it's you know entrepreneurial tendencies um i you know i could see stuff through and i've come across a lot of deals and businesses that you know just never made it and that's just kind of how entrepreneurship is uh right now i got two other side hustles just kind of supporting me while I do real estate because, uh, you know, right now it's kind of cooled off a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, you got to continue to have a certain lifestyle. So you got to, you know, kind of hustle on some other side stuff. So, um, and I I think that's what a lot of people don't really realize. Uh, I've, I've studied a lot of entrepreneurs and I have a lot of entrepreneurial friends and, and even if you read Wolf of Wall Street, um, and the whole Jordan Belfort, you know, a lot of people don't like him just based off of what he did, but he actually hustled. I mean, like he sold ice cream on the beach. He sold jewelry while he was studying for seven to be on wall street and sell stocks. So, I mean, everybody does it. It's just, nobody really talks about it. Yeah. I mean, it, a lot of people or, you know, think that entrepreneurship is the flash, like, like, like you say, um, showing off the car, showing off, the houses, uh, which is all good and, you know, and great once you get there. But in the beginning, entrepreneurship is grinding, it's hustling, is late nights, is trying to figure shit out, you know. So definitely, man, I get it, man, I get it. But I see some people that 
they get attracted to the flash, which is good. You know, like I, I like, I like to flash a little bit, you know, but that's not entrepreneurship. You know, I want them to understand that if you're choosing to become an entrepreneur, like you're going to, like Gary Vee says, you're going to eat shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. And, and, and especially for a realtor, man, I know, I know you said you've been doing it for 15 years. So you were in the, you said in the crash of 2008, right? Yeah, I was in the bubble and the crash. So uh, once it crashed, like, you know, a lot of people really don't realize it. Um, but, you know, like nobody was lending money to anybody. Mm-hmm. Everything was foreclosing. All the clients. I'm very transparent. You can go on to Zillow and see everything I've ever closed. And I believe in transparency. Um, but you can go on there and see all the stuff that I closed because I was originally from the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. Uh, you can see everything that I sold in that time pre-2008, you know, foreclosed in 2009. So, um, you know, it, it gets real yeah. real quick. And a lot of people really didn't realize it. And, you know, there wasn't anybody hiring because there wasn't any money in the system. So, um, and that's just hustle. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You know, at that time, to be real honest, like I had to foreclose because I had five other properties that I had personally and I had two personally the other three I had with other people um you know the tenants that I had rented out to them they couldn't pay the rent because they lost their job so damn you know like I'm sitting here floating a million dollars and I'm living at my mom's house because I couldn't make any money so you know that that's just like the real of being an entrepreneur and unfortunately the unreal is the flash like I'm on a boat or you Mm -hmm. know I'm I'm in this private jet that I rented out or, you know, I'm in my buddy's Lambo <laughs> and it's not mine. You know, it's yeah. just, that's just what it is because uh, it's just a lot of vanity. Like it's really cool to put that on Instagram and have a lot of likes about it. But in reality, like you're just faking yourself. Yep. Yep. So, um, and, but yeah, like, I mean, entrepreneur is a, you know, it's really flashy now, but it's a really dirty grinding kind of deal i mean there's been times where i slept you know a week on the couch you know three hours at a time because i was busy trying to like put up a website and i didn't want i didn't have the money to you know pay somebody to do it so i had to figure out code and try to do it myself and you know that was before a lot of things got you know a lot simpler but i mean it's just that's the hustle yep yep and and it, it actually brings me to my my next question, and it's it's like a pet peeve, man, that I always try to, you know, engrave into people so they can understand. Um, and that's, you know, in life, there's always ups and downs, man. And and you're you're a true uh, example. You know, I've been through it too, man. I've I've been in the top, you know, and 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 I've fallen, and I go up again, and and I know that in the future there's going to be more drops. And and what I try to tell these people is you got to be prepared. You know, Gary V. Um, he lo- he wants to see the drop so that he can uh, uh, so all the fakers can you know get out of the freaking game you know and he's not worried about it because he's prepared you know so that's something I always you know try to tell everybody like when you're on top you got to prepare yourself for when shit hits the fan yeah I agree 100% uh, I think also with Gary he's trying to buy brands so when the market collapses and you can buy stuff, you know, 50 cents on the dollar, 25 yep. cents on the dollar. So, and I went through that, and, you know, uh, for everybody that's going to listen on the podcast, uh, save your money. 
because I see a lot of people, they have a lot of success now and the market's really good. But when the market tanks or a lot of the money gets pulled out of the market, um, it's not going to be that way. And if you have an inflated lifestyle, you won't be able to pay for it. And that's kind of what happened to me was, you know, I was making $16,000 every two weeks. So, uh, and I had a team of people and, and at that time doing mortgages was legal with real estate. So I would do both sides of the transaction and, you know, I'd make, you know, 6% sometimes. So I I was making a ton of money and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll spend $3,000 on vacation. Oh, like my girlfriend wants a new car, you know, like what am I going to spend money on this month? And like, that's really yeah. not the way to do it. Like the way to do it is live the same lifestyle that got you there and then just save the difference. Yep. I agree, man. I agree with that because, you know, life happens to all of us. You know, there's, there's people, and, and this was me in the past too, man. Uh, where when you're not at your best and when you're in the bottom and shit happens, you're just like, why does it always happen to me? Yeah. You know? And it's like, no, it doesn't always happen to you. It happens to everybody. The difference is that some are prepared and some are not, you know? I've been there, man. Like in the past, I remember like I'll be driving and I'm living paycheck. No, no, not even paycheck to paycheck. I'm living like I'm owing myself, you know? And then, fuck, my tire pops, and that's like 60 bucks right there, or the battery's dead on my car. And I'm just like, fuck, like, why does this always happen to me? You know, and it's like, no, dude, like, it happens to everybody, you know, it's just that you're not prepared. Yeah. Now, now you know, I'm, I'm not balling, but I'm, I'm okay. And, right. you know, shit happens to me still. Like, you know, shit happens, but it's okay because I have the money. It doesn't feel as bad. It does feel like, hey, my, my bank account's getting a little low. But it doesn't feel bad in the point where I'm just like, fuck, I ain't got the money. I got to go get more credit. I got to go do all this other shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I think uh, I really learned the most is that you have to have a point where you can't go all in. You know, you have to be like, okay, well, yeah, I really want to go all in on that. But I think I'll kind of like, you know, put a little something like and not go as hard. Yep. And before I would just go like balls to the wall because I was like, well, you know, screw it. Like I've I've gone I've been at the bottom twice, you know, I've been broke, so I know what yep. it feels like. So whatever, like, you know, I'll be broke again. It don't matter. And like you can't do that like mm-hmm. at all. Like because di- as you get older and that's the other thing, like as you get older, it gets tougher to dig out because, you, you know, like I'm 40 now and like my body won't hold up to bartending six nights a week to make up that money you know what yep. i mean so yep. like it's it's just a different hustle so as you get older it's just different you can't do the same thing that got you there before you know so it's just it's just a different mentality what else do you do besides uh real estate uh i actually trade stocks during the day because nobody sells any real estate during the day unless it's okay. like lunchtime um so i have my own hedge fund it's kind of up and coming and I'm doing it as kind of a crowd share. So, you know, it's like $10,000 buy-in and I trade for you. And, um, you know, I'm kind of doing like friends and family now. And then once it gets big enough, I'll kind of open it up to other people. Um, and my performance, Uh, I've been day trading for, since I was really, I've been trading stocks since I was a kid. My mom is big on stocks. And then, uh, once the, you know, the invention of the internet, it got a lot easier. So now I could just kind of trade and there's people out there like Timothy Sykes and a couple of other people that I follow. So it's a lot easier now than it was basically, you know, opening up a newspaper and, 
you know, picking a stock right. and then right. calling a broker and then hoping you get executed. I mean, it's just different. Um, so I've been doing that an actual hedge fund since uh, January of this year. And then uh, and then I got an Amazon store, which I'm okay. pretty, pretty pumped about. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee. So uh, I always was the kid that like sold blow pops in school and my mom had a subscription to playboy back in the day. So like I would go to school and sell like the, the centerfold for a certain price and like the rest of the <laughs> magazine for, you know, I was just like, a yeah. bad, I was a bad kid, but like people would pay. So whatever they would pay for, like I would mark yeah. it up and sell it. Um, and then like my stepdad, uh, his brother, which was my uncle or my step uncle in that case, uh, he had like a right aid. So they would have like extra inventory or like old inventory and he'd get it. And then I'd have like a whole box of like, you know, carefree gum. And I'd sell carefree yeah, gum for like 25 cents a stick at, at school. So, I mean, I was just like, yeah, you know, I once somebody showed me like how money worked and then you could take that money and like buy stuff. I was like, oh, I get it now. So then like I started washing cars. Um, I'm actually a really good mechanic. So like I started fixing people's cars before I was like 15, you know, it was just, it was so disgusting. Like I would just do whatever I had to do to make some money. Dude, I fuck man. That's, that's the way to do it, man. I actually was, uh, um, talking in a, on a previous podcast, uh, by the, with a gentleman, uh, by the name of Luke, you know, and this guy, uh, we were talking about how, you know, I'm a banker, man. So, um, there's certain certain customers that I get that are, uh, you know, they feel like they're entitled, you know, and they like, oh, uh, there's no jobs out there, you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then I got like these immigrants, you know, that, um, you know, sell, sell corn or sell, you know, in the streets, you know, they, they have a swap, they go to a swap me, um, they sell flip cars, you know, you don't need fucking papers to do shit like that. And right. they're fucking bank, they're making bank, you know, they're, Every every week they're dropping five thousand to their account and I'm just like, dude, like don't tell me there's no fucking work. Like go out and fucking create something, you know. And he was saying, dude, go to your fucking neighbors and, and mow their lawn or whatever, you know. And and you're the prime example of exactly what you need to fucking do to get where you want. Yeah, you don't have the money to fucking maybe uh, uh, flip cars right now, but fucking do some small jobs to get there, you know. Yeah, and I think kind of to to put more of emphasis on that. I think, and I've studied a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs that I've studied are immigrants to this country and their work ethic is just ridiculous. And that's what yep. kind of, you know, carried it on. You know, I know a guy that I used to do financial services and uh, that's kind of how I got my break in, in sales, professional sales. And he came from Nigeria and he had like a paper route. And he would do his paper route at, you know, three o'clock in the morning, wake up early and do it. And then he would do his sales and stuff, uh, you know, at night and in between he would like sleep and do training and he would stick like flyers in the newspaper. So when people like open up the newspaper, they would see his stuff. I mean, it was, it was so gangster, but yeah. you know, like he was just trying to hustle however he could. Now he's like, you know, multiple six figure earner and, um, uh, like, legit like you know he just bought a bunch of bitcoin back in the heyday and sold it i mean it was just you know he just he has money now so he can just flip like you're talking yep. about with the cars so that's just how it how it goes i mean you just work hard and hustle yeah i mean that that's it now uh a question for, for you i have some listeners too that are not entrepreneurs yet they want to become entrepreneurs 
um, yet they hesitate, you know, um, fear comes over, you know, the fear of the unknown, man, fear of, of failure, fear of, of someone making fun of them, whatever the fuck the fear is, but it comes up, you know, um, dude, I mean, we all have fear, you know, I'm pretty sure you're afraid of certain things, but shit, you still get the job done. I mean, what do, what do these people need to do or what kind of mindset they need to have to fucking just do it? The mindset to have is that you have to hold on to what's paying you right now and then do whatever that side hustle is until you have enough money to quit that other job. So, like, if you're, you know, let's do something really simple. Let's say that you're going to do, like, an Amazon store, sell stuff on eBay. Well, cool. Like, every week you go out and you make, let's say, 400 bucks. Well, like, the time that you get home, like, you you know, do whatever you got to do, eat your dinner, like go to the gym, you know, kiss the dog, whatever it is. And then you, <laughs> you work those other hours. Just like, you know, Gary has the, Gary V has the recipe. It's just a lot of people just don't really want to put in the time or effort. And they don't believe it. It doesn't have to be his rules too. I mean, I think a lot of people get confused too. They're like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to stay up three o'clock in the morning every night, you know, working on my eBay store. Well, like cool or whatever that, you know, their side yep. hustle is. Well, like, you don't have to do that. Like, you can only do it twice a week or three times a week or yep. once every two weeks. You know, it just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for, you know, a couple extra hundred bucks, you know, a month, well, then you won't have to hustle as hard. But if you're like, you know what, like, I need to get out of that job because it sucks, then you got to really hustle. Dude, that, I mean, that's it, man. You, you said it. Fucking do your nine to five and get that side hustle. And, but the, the, the objective here is to fucking do it. You know, some people, yeah, I'll, I'll do it when the stars align. It's like, no, dude, like there's never going to be a perfect moment. Just, just go, just go for it, figure it out, fail and fucking figure it out again. I mean, you're not going to fucking know it off the back. You know, you just got to keep, keep at it. Yeah. You know, and one thing I kind of want to share is that. Uh, and, and this guy told it to me, and I think it's pretty spot on. Entrepreneurship is like being locked in a room and you have to find the right key to open the door. And there's like a thousand keys. And wow. you just like go through the keys. You're like, okay, today I'm going to be like a financial services rep. And you go out and sell and you're like, no, I can't sell anything. And you're like, okay, cool. Next, I'm going to try to sell myself as like cutting grass. And you're like, nope. I can't cut grass. I'm allergic to it. Next, you know, you just keep trying until you get, you know, it might be key number 51. It might be key number nine, 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 whatever the key number is like, you know, and it could be that it could open and you step through and you just don't like that. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I'm very good in real estate, but there's a lot of times where I, I really don't love it. You know, like I'm not yep. like, this is fantastic. I can't wait to, you know, go out and do that. Sometimes I just, you know, I don't want to do it. So, uh, you know, it's just, you have to set, set your realistic, you know, expectations on that. It yep. may, it may take a couple of different tries. It may take a couple of different things, but every time you, you lose, you just learn more and you're like, ah, okay. Like next time I got to do this better or next time I got to not do that. And then you just get better, and at the end, it's just, you know, you get the perfect recipe. Wow, I love that one, man. I love that one. I almost 
freaking badass. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, because it, sometimes it's hard to explain to people. Like, you got to try different things. Like, not not always are you gonna get the right, you know, or, or you're gonna figure it out off the back. You're not gonna fucking learn to walk, you know, right off the back. You're gonna have to fall a few times, try another thing, try another way. And I, I like the way you said it. You know, definitely I'm gonna start implementing or saying it. You know, telling yeah. people. I mean, the guy that told me about it, is, I don't want to rip him off. His, his name is Ryan Stuman. Uh, Ryan Stuman. He's, he's hardcore closer on uh, Facebook. But, yeah, he, he told in a blog post. And I was like, you know, that's that's really spot on. I mean, I can't tell you how many businesses I started, even as a kid, you know, cutting grass and washing mm-hmm. cars and, you know, shoveling snow. And, you know, sometimes I didn't really like that stuff. I just got paid and then bought whatever I needed to buy or saved yep. it and, you know, bought something else. So. Yep, that's um, that's exactly what I did. I mean, I've I've tried a few uh, businesses, man, and and it's not that I didn't get any success, but it's I wasn't fulfilled. I didn't feel like that was me, you know. Whatever the case might be, you know. But that's okay, you know. I'm building my resume, you know. I can say I've done this, I've done that, I've done this, and 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 that's what I tell everybody, you know, that listens. Like, like just build your resume, man. Learn how to fucking cut grass. Learn how to fuck. Learn how to change brakes. You know, whatever. Learn. Learn how to cook. Learn, I mean, whatever you fucking need to do, but build your resume because now you're going to be more valuable to the economy. Yeah, and I also think, and kind of piggyback off of that, I also think a lot of people get confused on, like, what to do. Um, and I think, really, Steve Harvey is the one that kind of, like, really put it into perspective. It's whatever that you do that people are willing to pay you for. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're good at you know, baking cake and go bake cake. You know, like if you're, you might not like baking cake at t- till three o'clock in the morning, but if people are willing to pay you good money to bake cake, then like go, <laughs> you're gonna go bake, bake cake. cake, you know, yep. like it's just like, that's just the real deal. But like, you may want to be a singer, but like really your skill is baking cake. And like, that's what you got to roll with until either you become a great singer or you find something else. Yep. And that's just kind of, you know, that just, really is what real estate is to me like i'm just good at it and i like it but you know and people are willing to pay me for it and pay good money for it but at the same time like you know there's a lot of times i don't really love it My, i have a buddy of mine that uh i'm trying to get an interview interview him he actually taught me amazon too oh nice uh he he's uh i don't know how much he's making a month now but about a, a year and a half ago uh when he taught me he was making about fifty k a month. Wow. Yeah. Now he's he's uh he's opened three, three uh stores. Nice. So his uh, Amazon is his base. You know he built it up to where he feels comfortable, and now he has three stores. Um and, uh so actually I forgot what I was gonna say, but anyways one thing he did tell me, and then uh, uh when when you were t- talking earlier about Amazon and or. or building your business and making 400 bucks, whatever, for two hours. Um, another thing I would tell anybody who's listening is that money you make, reinvest it in your business. Don't go and start uh, raising your lifestyle because what you want to do is you want to make sure your business stays consistent. You know, once you start making good money, then you can uh, spoil yourself. You know, a lot of people, they, they make a little extra money and then they just spend it. Yeah. I mean that's just that's just basic business right there. Yep. I mean that's that's kind of how you level up, really. I mean, yeah, exactly. you can go from 
selling Amazon stuff to being like, okay, cool. Like I've had enough of that. It's on cruise control. Now I want to try to flip cars or now I want to try yep. to like flip houses, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, let's flip, go flip some houses. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of how it is. And I, I know that personally, cause yep. that's just kind of how I'm building up my hedge fund, which is like, okay, cool. Like I go out and sell some real estate. Now that I got you in there, like, why don't you, you know, give me 10,000 for me to like, invest you know you can pull it out anytime you know i don't own the money it's just it's there let me just work it so so it's just cool i mean you just go to the next level nice nice so chris where can where can um where can uh the listeners find you man where are you more engaged easiest place is facebook and chris d is in danger bentley um but i'm on all social media platforms i don't do a whole lot of snapchat but I'm on Instagram, on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter. Um, but yeah, and then anybody that's listening to the podcast, you can pick up either one of my books. I got a book for beginner and home buyers, uh, the seven home buying misconceptions. And then if you're a home seller, uh, you know, what do you need to do to sell your home? Seven steps, seven key things. So those are free. You know, just message me, DM me, private message me. I'll send those out to you for free, no charge. That's cool. That's cool. They're they're on Amazon. So if you guys want to take a look at them, what what um, you read books then? Uh, yeah, I've written two books. No, uh, I read them. Read them. I read books. Yeah. Uh, I used to read a lot, and then I got into Audible. So I do a lot of Audible. Um, what? It's just kind of more of a time crunch. Yeah. What What book would you recommend? For any listener that, you know, what book was it that, that got you started? Oh, I don't know if it was really a book. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really good books out there. I think for me and really getting into it is just listening to a lot of Gary V stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of more of like the keynotes. I think a lot of like the Ask Gary V, the beginning ones. Yep. Um, I have two or three or four, actually I have like probably like 18, but, uh, I listen to them like over and over again because you'll pick up different stuff. Yep. Um, I don't think anything that he's talking about, and I think that's why he's so popular is really, um, uh, like groundbreaking or anything like that. It's just like, it's just real. Like that's how you do it. Yep. And, you know, um, I just think that's just, it is what it is. And there's some stuff from Steve Harvey that I really like and a couple of other folks, but those, those are really the, the guys that, you know, when I, I, I listen to motivation in the morning Okay. and I listen to a lot of motivation at night. And I think that's what a lot of people need. Yep. Um, entrepreneurship is very, very lonely. Um, yep. and it's also can be very, very depressing. And there's a lot of negativity, you know, a lot of people aren't going to buy your stuff or say yes, or, uh, you know, say yes to doing a podcast, you know, like just, it's just, it's a, it's a negative world out there. Yep. So you need a lot of positivity. So you need a lot of like listening to how other people struggled or listen to how yep. other people made it. And then you can kind of be like, Oh, okay. Like I'm not the only one in the boat. Like that dude did it or that gal did it, or they're going through the same struggle. Like, what are they doing yep. that I can kind of take from my own? And that's what I do. I, so I listen to a lot of that. I think voice really helps out a lot more than reading for me. Um, and that's just kind of how I, I roll on my boat. Like, I don't watch TV. I really don't listen to a whole lot of music. Um, 
I just, it's just me. It's my voice. You know, like Gary V says, like, it's your voice. Like, I just listen to me and what I want to do. Have, uh, what makes me happy. Do you know uh, who Tom Bailey is? Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you seen his uh, interview with uh, uh, David Goggins? I have not. I, but I know David. Yeah, he's that, that Navy SEAL guy. Yeah, right? I highly, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend you listen to it, or you probably already know because if you know him, uh, he yeah. talks about like stop listening to the people outside and read your own book inside. Like, who the fuck are you? And and this and that. And dude, like, it fucking hits home, man. I was listening to that guy. I've I've heard his uh, that interview like five times, man. Um, I recommend it, man. It it it. When you were talking about that uh, right now, I was like, dude, like. This guy's saying exactly what David Goggins is saying. Like, it's like, listen to your own self. Like, who, figure out who you are. Don't listen to anybody else, you know. And, um, dude, it's so true. Yeah, you got to do what makes you happy. Yep. And uh, a friend of mine is going through some struggles right now. And I'm trying to help her out. Just kind of keep her mind, you know, kind of focused. And I'm like, you know, like, there's a lot of things I do that's just kind of crazy. Like. I'll get up and decide to go eat like half a gallon of ice cream just because like that, that's what makes me happy. <laughs> you know, it's probably not like the, the thing to do in like this diet crazy world yeah. that we live in and, you know, try to be healthy. But like at that particular moment, like that's what made me happy yeah. or, you know, a bunch of my friends are going to go out and, you know, get bottles and go get tables and this and that. And like, I just kind of want to sit home and like work. Yep. And like, Oh, that's not, what everybody wants to do and like you know that's what i want to do and that makes me happy yeah. so you know it's just you have to listen to yourself you know 100 percent. awesome man awesome well chris i i got nothing else man i i don't know if you have any questions for me or, or you want to say any last you know comments to the listeners um just there's so much with entrepreneurship and just kind of up and coming and grinding it's just, you know, stay positive. Um, it's lonely. It's depressing. Just stay positive. Put put positivity in the front. Put optimism in the front. Yep. Um, just be optimistic. You know, like you wake up, you know, I'm, I'm Christian. I'm a firm believer in God. Like if that's your thing, Love you it. know, pray, you know, uh, God works in mysterious ways. Yep. I don't want to go too far on the, on the faith tip. Um, but yeah, just stay positive. Stay optimistic. You know, like. You know, you could have one crazy, bad, terrible day, and I, I have them a lot where just, you know, fires brew all over the place and stuff comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, man, like, I totally forgot about that thing, and people are upset with you. Like, it's cool. Like, the next day is a whole nother day. Like, just start it off fresh. Like, wake up early, do your exercise, do what you got to do, and just, you know, get back to the grind, and like, it, it'll work out. Just be optimistic. Beautiful, beautiful, man. I have one last question for you before I let you go. This is completely different, this left field, but I I like doing this. Um, If you were to die tomorrow, Chris, and you were reborn an animal, what animal would that be and why? Like, what what does it mean to you? Um, This is going to sound really crazy, but I would love to be a hawk. Okay. Like... um, so, like, when I drive, I'll see, you know, I'm in Texas, so, um, but there's, like, a lot of hawks out here. Yeah. And the thing I see about hawks is they're always, like, moving. They're always hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, they're never satisfied yep. with just kind of, like, sitting in a tree. They're always, like, seeing what's next, like, flying over here, flying over there, like, seeing what they can see. 
And it's just like they're always on the prowl kind of deal. And uh, I don't know. I just think it'd be kind of cool to be up that high and like just kind of swoop in and get something. And I love it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, kind of weird like that. But Hawks are yeah, hungry, man. They're always hungry. It's just like every time I'm out, I'm like, you know what? Like they never stop. Like they're never like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to pack it in today. Like, you know, I'm just going to kind of chill by the crib and, and the nest. And they're like, nah, I got to get up there and see what's up. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. That's perfect, man. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate this, man. Like, you've uh, actually inspired me. You know, I'm definitely going to be listening to more motivational um, in the morning and afternoon. Um, Thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm pumped. I really appreciate it. And this is going to be a a beginning of a relationship, man. Um, You know, definitely, I, I want to interview you, you know, maybe six months to a year from now, see how everything's going. Maybe you can you know, bring some more value to, to my listeners, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Chris, I'll man. We'll do it. We'll talk soon, man. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.